Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Golf Burrito Podcast. Ryan, how are you? Hey, Mitch. Uh, good as always, man. Glad to be back. How, how's things? Back again. Uh, things are good. Nice. It's uh, it's about sixty degrees here in Denver. The windows are open in the house. That's like it's that's it like summertime. That's perfect in Colorado. 60, 60 to yeah. seventy five, I think, is ideal. It was uh, it's gorgeous. It was like close to ninety today, and oh. my car's air conditioner decided not to work today, which was awesome. Ooh, <laughs> a little swampy. A, a lot swampy. <laughs> but nonetheless, here we are. Another. We're here, and we've got a nice episode lined up, Ryan. Yeah, we do. Um, we're just, you know, no time wasted. We're going to get right into it. We've, we've had deep discussion, uh, over the last few weeks and months, I guess, um, about the burrito ratings mm-hmm. and a possible, um, reconstruction of the, of the rating. Yeah. They were, they were a little vague, I guess, um, there were some cases where I just, they weren't vague, more, you know, not a whole lot of structure to them. It, we, we made a, a prompt that didn't fit every burrito and we felt that it wasn't, it wasn't really fair to some burritos and it gave advantage to ones that gave you more. That, that was the problem is it didn't really work for, for all of them. Um, yeah, it didn't fit the mold. There, there have been some, some uh, discrepancies in the ratings, based on mm-hmm. how it was served slash where it was served, i.e., restaurant versus on the golf course. Yeah. Um, and you can you can kind of give your own input here, Ryan. But for me, more thinking about it, I I think the golf course breakfast burrito is made to be eaten on the go uh i agree 100 percent um i i think you're supposed to take it that's the reason foil. that's the whole thing for a burrito it's made to be eaten on the go and i think if you if you get a burrito on a plate that's fine and dandy but i don't think that that encompasses the spirit of what the golf burrito is and what we're trying to rate as a golf course breakfast burrito I agree. Am I wrong? I agree. Okay. And I know you and Glenn, our good our good friend, went in depth to talk and talked about this and I haven't heard any of this discussion that you had, so I'm I'm interested to see where you were thinking of taking this. Well, basically what Glenn and I talked about was how what what came to to light during our conversation was that the burritos served on a plate, say smothered in green chili. The way the Lord intended uh, with it, with a side of pico or whatever, those got higher. Mm-hmm. Those got higher ratings because the side action. Yeah, side action and also presentation. So, say I got it in tin foil, presentation didn't get ranked, and and neither did side action. Yeah. Sometimes, I think we were just giving them zeros, and then towards the end, it was like, well, we can't really take away. Yeah, because like, you can't take away points. But you'd also don't want to. I think you have we have to find an average because it's got a benefit. You know, it's got a benefit if you do have it, but it shouldn't hurt you if you don't have it because that's really not 
the way it's not the point we're intending it yeah, yeah. it's not the point so then i was should thinking, we go over oh sorry we can go over what the ratings were but real quick okay. what i was then what i was thinking was what if we did a separate rating for the ones that were in tinfoil versus mm-hmm. the ones that were on a plate okay and then we came to the conclusion that we want to know what the best burrito is. We don't want to have subcategories. We need to know what the best one is. Correct. Um, so I think there needs to be a clear you know, difference between your restaurant burrito and the grab-and-go burrito, and the grab-and-go is what we're going for. Yeah, I mean, I think moving forward, we should always ask for a grab-and-go. And and now now let me get to this point too. This was this was brought up and this was nice. Not all of them come in foil. Mm-hmm. Just a little, just a little, you know, newborn baby size tin foil burrito. Yeah. Sometimes it's in a in a styrofoam box. Okay. Which would then allow for some side action. I. Yet still in the to go form. Hmm. That that's. That's a good point you bring up there, and think about that one, because it's I, I st- totally. I like I, mean, I like that. Totally doable. No, no, and I think I think that's the golf courses going the extra mile, right? To give you that to go aspect, and I think they should one hundred percent benefit from doing that. So I think, um, shoot, even if they wrap a couple salsa packets in there, I think that's better than. I think that should yeah, be re- I mean, that, that, that should be rewarded. There's your solution. And shout out, big shout out to Glenn. Uh, he's a big supporter, big feedback guy of the pod. So I'm uh, I'm glad. You- Tough critic. Yeah, and that's okay. That's what we need. I'm I'm glad that y'all had this conversation. Um, so because uh, there was definitely some change the, needed. The original six points of of ranking were contents and ingredients, presentation, flavor value, side action, and structural integrity. Now, are, are we going to... I like all of those except side action. So are we... Is that still a direction you want to move I, in? I don't like presentation. Okay. Yeah, presentation and side action are kind of one and the same, I feel like. They're kind of The way we've talked. What I think is we could get rid of presentation and side action could be like... If you have it, it can only count for you, you know, or like it counts. If they do it, it's only better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we could almost maybe, maybe even just call mm-hmm. it. If maybe just take out side action. Oh, but side action's so good. Yeah, because I, I mean, like we love side action. You give me two of you give me you give me two of the exact same burritos from two different places. They could they could rank the same, but the one that gives me a a salsa packet is automatically going to win. So I wonder what if or or let me go yeah. let me go farther and say you go to two places, burrito A is a better burrito from the rankings that we have. Okay. Then burrito B, but burrito B has side action that puts it over like should it should that put it over burrito A just because they give you a cup of green chili or something? I mean, and see, this is where we have to get into. Are we ranking the experience? Like the the way that you get to eat the burrito? Or is it just, how did it taste? Like, the, is what kind of value do I get out of the side action? 
Well, I would I would say it's it's the experience because we have value in there. Right, and and to be fair, if there's side action, the flavor should be better. I mean, if it's the same burrito but one of them has green chili or salsa or pico, yeah, it's better. Yeah. So I think I think it's on us then to really really judge the burrito for what the burrito is and not the burrito mm-hmm. with the side action maybe and then have it with the side action and, and and determined you know is it really better oh okay i see does that make sense yeah that gets kind of weird though yeah it does because some people make their burritos to be eaten with side action and some don't i think it's a work in progress but i, I like where we're moving yeah i th- i th- there might have to be some tiny little tweaks to it, but what if side action was just like an, like an automatic plus point three, or so, like it just yeah. Was... That, that's what I was thinking. I was gonna say it's half a point or, like it's like if you have it, it's just automatically better because it gives you options and it's gonna taste better or you know like yeah we should have it, it. It should, it should not be too high, but it should matter. You think point three is enough, or is that, or should it be point five? I think we would have to look at rankings. Uh, we have to go back in time. That we're going to make and, and rankings past. But I like setting it something like that. I'm just trying to find an example in the world of, of people that rank things. If there's that extra Shazam that they have. you don't, it's Or like, do, we, do we wrap side action into contents and ingredients? Mm-hmm. Since technically it's just more it's ingredients, just another ingredient. and it made, it's not. It doesn't need like the flavor is going to be what the flavor is with the side action, and maybe the side action just becomes part of the. You know, I really like that. And because then we can just wrap it in because it, it, it's going to balance. It's going to balance out either way, right? Because if they have a side action, which is now contents and ingredients, mm-hmm. it should be higher than the other one that doesn't. What if we just called it contents slash side action? Yeah. And cuz ingredients and contents are the same. Sure are. Yeah. So contents slash side, side action. action. That way you don't you don't get knocked for not having it, but if you do have it, obviously the contents are going to be better. Yeah. And it doesn't like and it doesn't give rank. us like a a point 3 or a point 5, right? Because you can have two burritos that have side action and yeah. one is a ketchup packet and the other is award-winning green chili or guacamole right and that's there that's not both point plus point three you know so so now now presentation do we just just take that out i think presentation should be taken out okay uh what so yeah I, yeah. I don't know that it really does anything. How many how many grease ball restaurants? First, how many greasy dive bars have you been to that you've had the best food <laughs> of your life? Right. Yeah. How many so and so goat ranch golf courses did you walk into <laughs> that were hidden gems? You know. So we've got contents slash side action. This is number one, flavor, and value, and then structural integrity. Mm-hmm. So now there's four points. Does that sound good? I think that's pretty. I think we. That sounds I great. I think that's okay. Yeah, because really the the two most important ones are contents and ingredients, flavor, and yeah, I guess value. But value is important to me. Oh, 
sure is. Sure is. Value value is critical. All right. Mm-hmm. So so here we go. Uh, so here's the, the official. Rebirth, this, this is the first official burrito ranking. Oh, and this is a good one. You went to the motherland. This is the this is the one that started it all. Yeah. Um, first time, first time ranked. However. So little little yeah. We have the Desert Hawk Golf Course Breakfast Burrito. Little little preface for those of you uh, who have just started listening. Um, the reason we got this whole podcast started was over a friendly debate Mitchell and I were having about whose home course breakfast burrito was better. And so we sat down and said, well, we should, we should just rank them. Let's just go and try them both and rank them and settle it. Yeah. And this one... Uh, I'm, this I'm, is a heavy hitter, Ryan. I'm so excited for what you have to say. This, oh, man. this is heavy. This one's heavy. The home, the home track, man. I'll tell you what. Hundred of these burritos have been inside my belly. <laughs> that those those seven thirty shotgun tournaments. So let's break it down. Um, the first thing I have written down here was incredible value. Uh, we bought four burritos and a Dr Pepper with a five dollar tip. For a total of twenty-two dollars. Yeah, I, they were when I was in high school and growing up. They were three fifty, I believe. That's probably about right. So five dollar tip would take it to seventeen. What's a Dr Pepper cost at Desert Hawk? Like two or three bucks. Two, two bucks. Was it a fountain Dr so Pepper? No, it was a bottle. Yeah, two bucks. You know, Big Sean likes his Dr Pepper. Mm-hmm. So, how about that? By the way, two dollars. Like a Gatorade was two bucks. It always has been. That's insane. They're like five dollars some places. We don't believe in inflation in Pueblo. No, I love that's. It's incredible. It's a it's a it's a sleepy it's that's a sleepy little hometown, man. All right, so four burritos for fifteen bucks, so three seventy five. Are they are they still were they were they still pretty uh, pretty big? Definitely enough. They used to be massive, man. That used to it, fill it, me up from the whole day. I, I would eat it before golf tournaments. Terrible idea. It, <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you'd, be on the fir- you'd be on the first tee like Time out. crawling around your stomach. Time room. out. We can't go any further. We have to, I have to jump back to the rankings. Oh. Should we add an aftermath ranking? No. No. Okay. All right. Moving right along. Your bowels and my bowels are completely different. <laughs> It's a good idea. All right, it's a good idea. Um, so value is great. It, I mean, for how much burrito you get, it, it was it was really really good. Um, we had hash brown in there. We had some bacon, a little sausage, some cheese, obviously scrambled eggs, a little green chili, and I believe yes. that was it. Did you go Cholula? No, because I wasn't. We were on the range. Gotcha. So, you know, not gonna knock them for the side action, a lack thereof, because we took them out to go. They don't. I don't. I, I don't think they need side action. It's it's infinitely better on a plate with their green chili, because it's award winning and homemade. I'm sure. But it's just it's it's the best, just as is. Um, the next note, the integrity was unreal structure held true 
all the way to the last bite. Yeah, it's not the crispiest burrito. It's I I wrote some would uh, some would call it some would call it soggy. Perfect texture in the mouth, not too chunky, not too soft. Yeah. Also, it's like it's like soggy in a good way. Uh, but it, but like it didn't get stuck in my teeth. Like it wasn't like a like a really nasty one. Correct, correct. It was just like warm and soft. Like yeah, a and warm I, soft tortilla. I've never eaten it where the like the burrito's been crispy. It's it's always the same consistency every time. And I think the secret to that is that if Becca was there, Becca's my girl. Um, she pre makes all the ingredients in the morning. And just keeps it heated on the stovetop, the griddle. Really? So it's not like she cracks an egg, whisks the egg, and has the has the scrambled eggs, and then she makes the hash browns. It's all mixed together, and that's that's I think one of the secrets why it stays together so well, and it the consistency. That could be a sneaky play. And you know, like you get your burritos that have structure, like poor structural integrity. Like you get one bite, and it's all eggs. And one bite is just all bacon. Yeah, see that. And you'll probably go into this, and every bite was the same. It, it was. I was gonna say that every bite had the same stuff in it. You got meat mm-hmm. on every bite. You got eggs in every bite. I mean, it, it, I think that's one of the most underrated things about it. It was truly one of the better burritos I've ever had, if not mm-hmm. the best, Ryan. That means a lot. That's, um, that's love to hear that from you. So let's we'll this is using the new ranking system and we're going to we're going to move forward from here with the new rankings. Um contents and side action, I gave it a 4.2. And these are out of 5, correct? Yes, out of 5. Okay. Yes. 4.2 out of 5. Flavor was a 4.6 out of 5. Value was a 4.5 out of 5 is very high on the value chart and structural integrity was a five out of five wow and all four of us that were eating them couldn't stop talking about how good it was they're the best man i it, i've had some bad burritos ryan i hate i mean it's not hard to do right but it's easy to do wrong there there is one thing that's consistent about desert hawk and that and that's if you're playing in the morning, you are getting a breakfast burrito. See, and that's all those that old people just know. All the old men that go in and eat breakfast, they walk up from their houses on number ten. It's a breakfast burrito. They don't get eggs and bacon. <laughs> they get their burritos and smother it in green chili. This it's, this one it's a, averaged out to a four point five seven five out of five. That's incredible. That's the highest ranking burrito so far i'm sure the boys back home will appreciate that ranking mitchell because i sure do for (laughs) they don't need to appreciate it they they know it this is not i'm not handing out free cookies here you're really not because you're you're a harsh critic this was a good burrito wow um i need to we need to revisit thorn creek Mm -hmm. and that that one will be next for sure that one that one's stout i still i still remember my experience with that one that one was pretty good. I mean, I'm I'm scrolling through some of the old rankings here. I see a 3.21, 3.6, 3.7, 3.1, 2.7. Like this is a 4.575. I can comfortably say it's it's the best burrito I think I've eaten so far and ranked. Yeah. 
now. Thorn Creek will be a contender, but this one was stout. Will we ever see a five? A perfect five out of five? Yes. I don't think so. Is there such thing? I don't think so. Because here, here's the thing. If I the wild unicorn of a burrito. If I give a five out of five, then it that means that they there's no way to get better from there. That's true. There's always a way to get better. There's always a way to be better. It's correct. You could always add one more ingredient. Mm-hmm. A little pico in there. A little splash of guac, spinach tortilla. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always something. So, as of right now, I'm gonna say no to the five out of five, but it could be out there. But you can get fives on, you know, you can get five in value. You can get fives. Or something. Mm-hmm. You can get fives. That's hard, though. Um, but straight fives, I just feel like I wouldn't be, you know, that's not, I wouldn't be judging it hard enough. I agree. I, I like that. It's it's hard but fair. I mean, here's the thing is I rarely went below like a three. Like, like. Individual rankings, absolutely. I've given mm-hmm. zeros before. Yeah. On individual stuff, uh, like structural integrity, I've given a burrito a one out of five. <laughs> it was terrible. It fell apart. It was like it was flaking apart in my hands. So it's happened, but usually, usually you can you know it's around like a it's like a three to to like a four or point two or three. Yeah. This was a four point five. So if you ever find yourself a desert hawk and order anything but the breakfast burrito we have some talking to do yes it's it would be it would be a tragedy travesty and that is all tragedy i think i mixed those two anyways um yeah i'll I'll hurt you i'll find you wherever you're at and if you want we'll, we'll go down and we'll play desert hawk absolute gem of the west yeah it definitely is Hit a couple balls into the houses, and uh, we'll have a good time. Did you get to play when you were down there, Mitchell? I did. Yeah, I did. How how did you do on the esteemed number 18? One of your favorite holes, by the way, in modern golf architecture. It's funny you ask. We only played nine holes. Oh. So I escaped. <laughs> I narrowly escaped. Uh, I have a, I have a history on that hole. Yes, you do. How how hard was the wind blowing that day? Yeah, so we were playing a golf tournament uh, at Desert Hawk, and I'm in the group behind Mitchell. Just an all-world day when you're behind Mitchell Gore watching him play golf. Not only for <laughs> okay. the pure electricity that he produces from his golf swing, but uh-huh. just yeah. just get to chirp him all morning long. To start it off, to start it off, we're on the. You want to tell it? You can tell it on the the tee box. On number two. Yeah. Well, basically, it's so in all of our tournaments for school, we play from like 6,500 yards. All right, we're not tipping it out. We're basically playing a modified white tee box. Mm-hmm. So it's not a long golf course from the white tees. It's not. So I'm on the white tee, first hole. It's par four, short. What was it, like 310? It's not very long, yeah. From the white tee, 350. I don't know. Little downhill. There's absolutely no reason to hit driver unless you just really want to. So I have a three iron in my hands. Ryan's in the B group. I'm in the A group. So I'm on the T with the three iron. And I turn around and Ryan was 
making some motions, saying some stuff that made me feel a little bit uh, insecure about my three iron. Oh yeah. So I went, I went and uh, I got the driver and I rope hooked two balls out of bounds <laughs> off the first, off the first hole. I, I was laughing so I had to turn. And I, I turn, I turn around to look at Ryan and literally like a, like a movie. He's got his hand on his forehead covering his eyes and he's looking straight down at his feet, violently shaking from how hard he's laughing at me. Oh, I, that. And, and I mean, I, I'm, I'm teeing it up. I'm, t- I'm laying six in the fairway or whatever. It was hilarious yet. Like I was so sad for you, but dying laughing at the same time. I think I took a nine. I th- I think I took a nine on my opening hole. Well, then it's it's blowing like forty five miles an hour. Yeah, typical windy I'm, day. I'm battling back. I'm battling back all day. All right, I've I've got a decent round put together. I'm on the eighteenth tee, so my second to last hole. And pull out the old trusty three iron, my f- the favorite club at the time, off the tee, just automatic. One rope hook left out of bounds. Re tee. Another one, rope hook left, out of bounds, re tee. Now let let it be let it be known that the driving range is on the right side, as is the rest of the golf course, and you can hit it four hundred yards to the right and still be in play. I'm starting these balls right of the fairway and hooking them horizontally fifty yards left into the houses, <laughs> and it was a right to left wind. All right, it was my worst nightmare because I cannot hit a cut at the at the time. So then I at this you know it, it's taking me so long now to hit one out of bounds, let everyone else hit hit another one out of bounds. I think someone else had, had to hit a second one too, and then Ryan rolls up to the tee because they had finished their hole behind me, and I'm hitting a seven iron, like fifty degrees to the right, aiming. Dead at the center of the drive. Yeah, you're aimed. You're aimed like. Oh. And Ryan's like, "Oh, Mitch, love that play, man. Love that play." <laughs> Too bad it's my third ball. I'll let a few choice words fly. I'm like, "It's my third ball, Ryan. The third ball." And then Sturdy has the audacity to look me in the eyes after we finish, and I take like a twelve, and look at me <laughs> and say, "Hey, at least we're tied now." Did you want to hurt yourself? The clubhouse isn't high enough for me to jump off and do serious damage, so I'd need to jump off something higher. Wow. That's dark. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. That was so funny. Anyways, good times at the D-Hawk. I've since tamed the beast. I think I shot like a 75 when I played with nice. Glenn and Sam, like the full 18 last time. I'm proud of you. So we've figured it out, handled it, but it was a dark day. It was a dark day that day. The wind, uh, and you know me, I'm not a great wind player. I hit that moon ball. And that's a standard day for the wind, honestly, Mitchell. Mm. That's that's about how it was every day. You guys are just built different down there. Mm. Can't handle it. Sure are. Range like your city schlickas up there in Denver. Yes, city schlickas. You finely manicured golf courses and oh, yeah, fancy yeah. cars. Keep it coming. And... Keep it coming. Yeah, my <laughs> Volkswagen, yeah. Back when I was a boy, Get out of here. we rode our horses uphill Get both ways here. to the T. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. We had to rake our own bunkers, you know. Right. Anyways, what's uh, what's the status on Course Madness? 
Oh. The golf burrito it's, golf uh, course madness. What's going on? It's going along. It's going along great, man. Uh, we're in the round of 32 right now. Let me. I'm gonna refer to my bracket here, but thanks for everyone that's been uh, participating. We've had a lot of interaction. A lot of guys. A lot of salty folks out there, man. I. I didn't understand. I didn't realize that this was gonna. People were gonna get a little sad about some of these. Uh, some of the rankings we came out with, some of the courses that were on, some that were aren't. And to be quite honest with you, basically what I did to seed these teams was I took three of the top 100 lists and kind of pulled from there, took some averages. And so, you know, maybe are there are there some peop, some golf courses that should be on there? Yeah. Uh, sh- are there some seeds that should be different? Yeah. But like, hey, Duke didn't make the tournament this year. And so I, I hear you. I, I agree. You know, if you're if your golf course didn't, you know, there's a so that's tell them, that's what I say to everyone that's given them. Tell them to be better. That's a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Just be a better golf course. I don't know what to say. Maybe we'll do, you know, maybe we'll mix it up later on. But there's some we've had a couple upsets, a couple big upsets in the first round. Uh, three out of the four 11 seeds um, won their first matchup. Olympic Club over Garden City. Uh, Sleepy Hollow over San Francisco Golf Club, which shocked me. Um, that hurts. I I don't know if people know much about San Francisco Golf Club, but... It's unreal. Anyways, a lot of people don't know a lot about these courses, and we'll go into that a little bit more. Um, Rock Creek Cattle Company over Shore Acres, which also unbelievable, because people gave me a lot of lip about Rock Creek Cattle Company even being in the, the competition. Yeah, I mean, I didn't um, like it at first. I was like, wow. I don't, did you? I, I remember I sent you the list at like midnight. I was like, "How does this look?" And like, he responded two minutes later, said, "Yeah, sure, looks great, man." <laughs> well, I wasn't. Oh, I mean, uh, it looked pretty I'm, good. I knew there were a few like kind of wild ones in there, but but I that's okay. Did that. That's that's yeah, what it's I about. Kind of, that's kind of about that's it. The, that's why that's the Oral Roberts fifteen C. That's the Stephen F. Austin's. You know, that's the yes. That's the UMBC Retrievers, those 16 seeds that exactly. come out of anywhere. Um, we had a 13. I mean, I know uh, what? I know Rock Creek Cattle Company is pretty sweet. That's yeah, great. Like, I've, I haven't heard anything bad about it, but when you think about the best golf courses in the U.S., that wasn't the first. The thing about it came to mind. The thing about it, Mitch, is that there's just so many good golf courses. You're right. And to have, you know, we took the top 64 but there's some that are in the 120s that could are that are arguably better that don't get the recognition they mm. deserve so you know it is what it okay. is but i think it's a fun list um shout out let's shout out to tpc sawgrass 13 seed over chicago golf club i don't know what the people were thinking um but <laughs> so, i mean sawgrass is iconic but the thing about it and we glenn and you know our 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 advocate feedback man he uh yeah he messaged just on instagram and was like so am i just voting on what picture i like better or is it on the playability slash course design slash history and to that mitchell you can kind of chime in on this but to that i say whatever right my sister voted on which picture she thought was better but then you have you know golf pros down here in florida and you and i that know the history of these golf courses and have maybe even played them or know people that work at them or mm-hmm. the people that work at them that vote for them for another reason. And so 
just like you make a March Madness bracket, some people fill out their bracket of who, which mascot will win in a fight or who has the cooler colors. Yeah, and yeah. And so I think that's the fun thing about this. Right. If you know nothing about the golf course, but you think that, you know. Well, I don't know anything about the playability of San Francisco Golf Club. But you know the history. I've never even seen it, but I know about it. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think. Um, yeah. It's fun. I think it's. The purists may not like it, but it's a it's a wild game out there. Some major upsets. Ryan, you've been getting rattled by some of my picks. I, I have. Um, right. I, we have we have Riviera <laughs> and uh, and Marion going on right now, and I Riviera is looking to win, and I'm kind of losing my mind. Um, you texted me that, so I voted for Riviera. <laughs> Yeah, I figured you would. <laughs> but, you know, looking looking at my bracket here, most of the one, two, and three seeds are going to move on. The high seeds are going to move on in this round of 32. Um, but it's been cool. I think I think people are going to shock us. I had I think I like had the a, Elite Eight is going to be the cool I, the cool. I had, eight, a, I had a good idea of what golf courses were going to make it through. But again, it's that unknowing of people not knowing what these golf courses maybe are, or you know, looking at one picture that's gonna, right? It's gonna shake it up a bit. So, yep. I do, I do have to mention, um, in our round of thirty-two, um, the third seed Friars Head and the sixth seed the Country Club are are deadlocked at fifty-fifty. Um, so we need to think of a tiebreaker to figure that out. We do. When is our deadline for that? I mean, I'll probably do the next round in the next couple of days, so I, I think we, okay. we should figure something out. Um, what if you just put them? Should we just put put them back up? Just those two, like tomorrow. Just in the off day, just say like, "Hey." Just say like, "We got to run it back." Like, who's run it back? One's better. And if everyone a- picks the same one again, then it's fifty-fifty. But I mean, yeah. It's crazy. Maybe Google both of them and then vote. Yeah, okay, again. One, the country club, six seed, and three, Friar's Head. I'll tell you which one I'll vote for. It, I know which one you're voting for, Ryan. A little personal bias there, but... Um, big time. Actually, big time personal bias, but that's okay. Yeah. But... We'll see. Well, I'm very, I'm very interested to see. Yeah. I think uh, Friar's Head is like a more scenic course. But I think the country club just has, like, all the history and all the tournaments yeah. and all of the prestige. I don't know. It's it's kind of a mm-hmm. total toss up. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep that going. Not for me. Not for you. But maybe for the people. I don't know. We'll see. For the people. Yeah. So, yeah. So research those clubs and check it out. But we'll keep that going throughout the next couple weeks try to sync it up with the the basketball tournament that's been going on Mitch have you got a chance to watch any any hoops I've watched a few games yeah I think you're leading me a couple. I think you're beating me in uh, in our bracket pool should we check and this is your first ever well, March Madness yeah it's my first bracket of all time so I'm, I'm, prou- I'm proud of you remember you told me uh, our friendship was riding on it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> ooh Oh, I dropped to 13th. Mm, where am I at? You 7th. Oh, let's ride. You completely vaulted me. We were 8th and 9th. I was beating you in 8th, and then now I'm 13th. 
It's garbage. Jeez, my percentage is 58. That's pitiful. Mine's 36.1. That's not good either. Looking good. <laughs> well, I think I think last place gets you your money back, so Oh, my max my maximum points went <laughs> is now 510. Oh. Well, you did have Villanova, and they just lost as of an hour ago. So that's tough. I knew. I mean, I, Look, yeah. So it looks like you you might get your money back, pal. Yeah, sure. Hope so. I hope I do. That'd be nice. I need to. I need to fall. I have the lowest projected points. Well, that's that's what's going to help you out. You have the lowest <laughs> by a considerable margin. Oh gosh. Well, I wish you the best of luck in in your in your defeat. That's brutal, yeah. Well, that's all I got for mm. the 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 March Madness. That's all. Pretty pretty wild stuff. What else you got, Ryan? I just I I still for those people that voted TPC Sawgrass over Chicago Golf Club, <laughs> you should reconsider your choices in life. Chicago Golf Club just doesn't. It, it's just not sexy. It doesn't have a sex appeal. I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure if that was the right term. No, it's it's totally right. It's not sexy. Sawgrass is sexy. Same with same with Shore Acres. Yeah, what beats Shore Acres? Rock Creek Cattle Company. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you one. No, neither. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Tell you what, the the uh, the Ohupi Match Club Prairie Dunes matchup was a good one to watch. That one was very close. Prairie Dunes won that one. Yeah, by like two votes. I I took the Match Club. I did too. Granted, there's only a hundred people voting, or you know, seventy, eighty people voting, but two votes is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think we should do this like every month or something. Like next month, do like best in Colorado or something or. We Best. could do some matchups, yeah. We could do that. Get a little matchup action. Best in Colorado would be nice. Yeah, get the get all get all my East Coast friends uh, cultured in what is Colorado yeah. golf. Ooh, yeah, there'd be some there would be some opinions there. Oh yeah, hell would be raised. Absolutely. That's okay. That's what we're here for. I swear, if Thorn Creek doesn't make it to the Final Four, ooh, ooh. <laughs> sure thing. It's gonna be. It's gonna be ugly. We riot. <laughs> Mitchell, why is there a hole in your bedroom wall? Well, mom, you see. Yeah, uh, Thorn Creek got eliminated in the first round. <laughs> nah, it'll make it at least for the first round. Yeah. Put Thorn Creek up next to Desert Hawk. Ooh. No, we got to put them on. We had for the sake for the sake of matchups, we'd have to put them on opposite sides for them to meet up in the in, in the, the finals in the cha- in the ship. We'd yeah. have to, yeah, we'd have to. Yeah, we 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 would really. Have it's like to the north. It's strate- like the north and the south. Yeah, you got like the southern Colorado, Colorado Springs, Denver, oh, and wait. then like the mountains Yo, could, conference. Yeah, yeah, mountains like eastern plains. Denver Metro and then the South. So like Colorado Springs and Pueblo. That we could do that, man. Yeah. yeah. Look at us. Oh, some heaters. Bally Neal in the East. Ooh. Ooh. 
Maybe that's what we just do from now on. We rate golf course burritos and match up things. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, matchups, head-to-head combat. <laughs> yeah, the matchup boys. Just driving out <laughs> to all these places. <laughs> I like that. That'd be cool. All right, Ryan, what do you think? I think we've been talking long enough. Well, um, we're at the end of it. Yeah, what do we have? Forty-five minutes. Let's uh, let's finish her up like like we know how. Until next time, you want to you want to take them away here? Yeah, I would love to, ladies and gentlemen. Go vote for your golf courses. Check us out on Instagram at the Golf Burrito. Check out www.thegolfburrito.com. And as always, let it grow and let it flow. Goodbye. Thank you.